Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And my name is Nal Spain. We <laughs> are your fuck buddies. It's not even a thing. It's not even. No. That's, that's like the anti cheers. Uh, just clink. There you go. Hey, we're your fuck buddies. Welcome no, back. Let's just pull sound effects from. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to interrupt you already. Um, we're running out of time. It's 1.25 months. And we still haven't solved 69. Do you have anything? I'm not. I'm not solving it. He's doing all the work. I don't care about 69. Okay. Well. That, if he wants took, to solve 69, he comes to us. All the wind out of my sails. Sorry. Welcome back. Hello. How many of you have bought a vagina candle in the last week? Everyone, hopefully. I hope not. And now all of your noses are poisoned. Yeah. Your nose vaginas are full of eggs. And now you're going to hatch a bunch of Gwyneth Paltrow. So they're all going to pour out your nose and then lay goop eggs inside your mouth and slowly work your way down to your holes. Also, uh, that's Make our it- new screenplay, you can't take that idea. I'm yeah, sorry. Where Quinth Paltrow just slowly reproduces within all of your bodies. It's Iron Man 4. <laughs> Let's fucking crack into it, I guess. Okay. You have a question? You want to go first? Oh, okay. Let's start off with a weird one. Okay. In sexting, can I use stape as referring word to sex tape? No. No, you can't. Yeah. That sounds like an STD. Right? Isn't that really... It's a very weird term. Oh, sorry, sorry, baby. I got the stape. Yeah. Hey, you wanna, you wanna make stape together? Pardon? You wanna make stape? Did you say yeah. steak? You wanna cook steak? No. Me and you will. Uh, you sure? Have a little, we'll take a little stape home tonight each. Are you are you saying that like, are you shortening some sort of pasta? Like yeah. stapinelli? Ooh, I love stapinelli. <laughs> yeah, it's stape. No, don't say stape ever. Stape is a terrible word. It sounds like a medical procedure yeah. or a disease or both. Probably the like you need to get stapes to take out what you have inside your penis. Yeah, maybe. I don't like any of it. No, right? I I feel like this person, like they the body of the thing got deleted and it's it's not much, but I don't need to know anything. Other well, than... no, you do because no. the way the way they were implying it was like they were going to be sexting people that they kind of like had just met. And it's like, if you're asking people to make a sex tape with you, but you don't really... Like, I feel like you kind of got to be at a certain point with people before you make a stape. Yes. It seemed to be his, like, opening salvo, which I feel is a little weird. One, because stape is just hey, a painful word. But swing, two... Swing for the fences. I get... No. Actually, no. That is mm-hmm. not going to be my advice. Yep. I think you just open... Open big. Go big old big or go home. Mm-hmm. Go stape or go home. I've changed my mind. Stape is my new word. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, that, was a, that was a quick one, but I feel like we got there. Don't don't make up your own fucking slang. It, was it like a, an attempt to be like, yeah, I guess. And then they're like, oh, it actually stands for sex tape. Gotcha. Like, it, was that their, their plan to just like get people to agree to something they don't know what it is? To like, Well, one, I don't think that's legally binding. But two, I don't I think anyone would be like, stape? That sounds that sounds healthy. Yeah, sure, sure. Let's yeah. do it. Let's make it. Ooh. Let's make it happen. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this comes from Reddit user so easy five four one seven seven five. Humiliated, accidentally urinated during sex. Oh poop. Yep, the title says it all. I recently met this guy that I actually really liked, which is rare, and I thought he was super into me as well. That night we had sex, and I was unaware that I had a very bad UTI. I was really in the moment, and I realized that I was really wet. But I'm a squirter, so I didn't think much of it. Afterwards, it was clear that I got too wet. We both noticed that the covers were pretty wet. At this point, I'm slightly panicking. I was so into the actual sex, and I didn't know if I urinated a bit during it or not. Uh, but he didn't say anything about it, and he just removed the covers to wash them later. 
He then suggested that I join him in the shower. Looking back, this was very pointed. For the rest of the night, we were laughing and everything seemed okay. I stayed over at his place. The next morning, I immediately went to the doctor and found out I indeed had a UTI and started taking antibiotics for right after. A few days later, I hit him up thanking for the great time, and he told me that he had a good time, but he was really turned off by the whole urination thing, and said, not sure if it's a normal thing for you, but it's not my cup of tea. Sorry. Of course, it's not a normal thing for me. And I explained how I was extremely embarrassed by the whole thing, and I actually had a bad UTI that caused it. He then told me, I'm sorry about that. That really sucks. You're a really fun girl, but I think it's best we stop talking. After crying for a good five hours, I'm now on this site asking y'all for your opinion on this, uh, because I'm currently feeling like the grossest person on the planet. Can I have a look at that for a sec? Mm -hmm. I feel like I missed a key point. No, didn't miss anything. It just doesn't make sense. Okay. What doesn't make sense? Well, I was just like, because if you have a bad UTI, you would have noticed probably... And you also would probably not have enjoyed sex whatsoever. You would have been probably in quite a bit of pain. Like, UTIs, they, they, they are not fun down there. Like, I don't know anyone who's happy to have sex while they're having a UTI, especially not a bad one. So, like, the fact that you were really enjoying it, and then there was liquid everywhere, you probably just squirted a bit. That's the thing. Like, if you don't know whether you came or pissed, you probably came. Like, if you were enjoying yourself, and then there was, like, wetness everywhere, like, does, did neither of you know that it's probably just yeah. you squirting or coming? I don't know. It's pretty easy to tell the difference between the two. They have pretty distinct... Yeah, you would say, well, maybe it smelled weird. Maybe it was, like, a yeast infection or something. I don't know. But yeah. the thing is, like, nothing in that, apart from their fear, made me think that, like, they never said it smelled weird. They never said it was, like, yeah. certain color. They never said anything. They just said, like, there was more liquid and, like, they just thought they were wet. I don't know. So all of that leads me to believe that they probably just came. But I mean, I guess, it, like, I feel like you don't accidentally, you're not just like, don't know if I came or not. Like, I feel like that's also a very... But they also said they were really in the mood and were getting, like, super wet. I mm. can't imagine that you would be like, oh, well, it was like, because if you were, like, super wet, but you weren't enjoying yourself, you would probably, like, double, like, you would probably question that. I can't imagine you'd be like, wow, that was amazing. I was so wet. And then afterwards you'd be like, oh, wait a minute, is that pee? Well, I don't know. It might also be like, if she knows when she squirts or not, and there's a... Could, could be her first time. A lot of people, like, when they've squirted, have been super embarrassed. Well, she says she's like, a squirter. Oh, so, maybe, she... so maybe I did miss something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got the impression that uh, this was, like, a first time for her. No, no. She says she's a squirter, so... Oh. Um... So at what point does, like, what's the difference then between this and her usual squirting? She doesn't... Well, I think she knows that she didn't squirt. Ah, uh, okay. And therefore, the only way that this much liquid came out of her was urination. Weird. Because also, I'm pretty sure, like, having sex while being on a UTI has nothing to do with peeing, unless I'm wrong, because I have no idea. I don't know a whole lot about female UTIs, um, or just UTIs in general. I've thankfully never had one. The, the, the fundamentals of this question is... Is she the grossest person on the planet? No. Something, um, something happened that you had no control over. Um, Like, that that's fine. Yeah. Like... it's you, It it happens. Yeah. It sucks. It, sometimes it's it, like... It sucks. And like, to be fair, at least this person was straight up with you. Like, I know, obviously, it's not a fun thing to hear, but like, they were cool after. Like, you guys spent a bunch of time. He wasn't weird. He did suggest your shower, which, you know... Again, if you thought you peed, I don't know why that wasn't the first thing on your mind, but whatever. Um, so, like, yeah, it sucks, but at least they seem to have done kind of, like, the good-bad thing. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it wasn't the best response, but they went about in the right way. Like, they were straight up and honest, right? But the thing is, like, he's also 100% within his rights to just be like, I mean, you peed all over my house. I don't really want to see you again. Yeah. Like, that's that's a very fair response. It's it's fair for you to be upset. It it sucks. It's fair for you to be embarrassed. It's mm. an embarrassing thing to happen. But at the same time, it's like, this guy doesn't owe you. Yeah, I don't think you can hold it against him. Like, yeah. he could have just ghosted you or been a dick. Because that was... Know. That was the what I wanted to bring up was in the comments of this question. It was a lot of like, he's an asshole. Like you're lucky you you dodged a bullet. He's not worth marrying. And like, and that was a big thing that for everyone was like, oh, he's not marriage material. And I'm just like, okay, you just met him. Yeah. So he's not marriage material at mm-hmm. all yet either. Anyway, yeah. no matter what he's doing. Also, he probably just had like, to clean up piss his whole day. That's so, the like, thing. It's it's one of those things that sticks with you. Like. If this was, like, a first date or, like, a fairly first date, mm-hmm. you, you have to, like, weigh things as to, like, how they impact you. So if you have a great first date, cool. You have great sex. That's going to, like, that's going to bo- boost your image in his mind. Mm-hmm. If you pee all over the place, that's that's a pretty powerful memory mm-hmm. to overlook. Because now, guess what? He's going to look at you and be like, oh, you're the pee girl. Yeah. like, And it sucks he, that that happened. he didn't have a good... I'm still confused about the whole thing. Maybe I didn't listen well enough while I was listening to that thing because it seems to me that, like, I don't know if they actually peed. It sounded like a mystery in this. But anyway, if the peeing happened, um, like, yeah, he had to clean up pee and deal with pee. And, like, I'm pretty sure if the rules were reversed and a guy pissed all over your bed, you would not in any way be considering them. You probably would never talk to them. You'd also probably... Like, a lot of people wouldn't be chill about it. He seemed to at least give you the, like the courtesy of like being straight up and like talking to you and also let's be fair when he brought it up you were like no i just have an infection in my vagina that's the so other like, thing <laughs> yeah it's like the the whole situation like you've just Which, like again, utis a- are fine i'm not saying that but yeah. it's just like really all you've had together is like a time when you peed and then when you brought it up you were like no nah, it's just the infection in my vagina yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like you've layered all these these like very unsexy things mm-hmm. on top of each other. On the and, first date, when you don't unfortunately, know Yeah, it's like you, you, you've you tipped the scales into, I don't see you as a sexual creature anymore. Mm. Like, I, or I'm, even, like, there could have been other stuff. Maybe the date in general, you know what I mean? Like, there, there are a million reasons that you're totally allowed to not see someone. And I feel like he went about it a pretty respectful, yeah. polite way. Also, if you pee during sex, you probably peed on him too. So that's, yeah, that's peed probably on something that... Yeah, just... I love the best part is, like, he says, like, I don't know about you or whatever, but I'm not into it, which makes me feel like he thinks it was intentional as yeah, well. Yeah, that's also That's true. the best part. He doesn't think it's an accident. He thinks you were straight up like, mm, but try this for flavor. <laughs> and just like... <laughs> so that's that's really funny to me. Yeah. Uh, like... So, sorry, it sucks, move on. But also, you're like, not gross, whatever. It was, a, it was a fuck up, it was an accident. Like, pee, he cleaned his sheets, it's gone. Like, it'll be a funny yeah. story for him and you. Eventually, I mean, if this if this becomes your thing that you just like go on dates to piss on people's property mm-hmm. and them, then yeah, you might be you might be a deviant. But mm-hmm. like, also the thing is, it probably wasn't the UTI if you weren't in like severe discomfort while you were having sex. So maybe get that checked out. again. Not a UTI expert over here, but from my limited knowledge, it's like it's really awful and hard to have sex with a UTI and painful and just uncomfortable and like I don't know. I, I don't know. I would just maybe not just cavalierly be like, yeah, it was an UTI. It made me pee. Yeah, I don't know. Probably should do some uh, UTI research for this question. But Yeah, I, I literally looked it up just there just to be like, 
sex with UTI, peeing, and it was like, sex is almost impossible when on a UTI because of, like, extreme discomfort and pain. So, I don't know. Yeah. But hey, maybe not. And hey, maybe just take a second to think about it and be like, did you like it? Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe it's your cup of tea. Maybe it is your cup of tea. I mean, not literally. Don't, <laughs> yeah, drink, don't a, drink your a... piss. You're not Gwyneth Paltrow. Or Bear Grylls. Um, yeah. I don't know. But like, fuck it. Things happen. Uh, they were chill about it. You just got to be like, hey, I get it. And you know what? Like, if you're like, I get it. That was a fuck up. And like, you laugh it off. They're going to be like, eh, that girl was pretty cool. You know, whatever. Like, it happens. I'm sure there's some nightmare part of him that's like, once had to fart during sex and was like, what if I poop? You know, well, or, I mean, like, or like I think everyone's had something. that thing. Like I've definitely, I've told you the story where I've sneezed into a vagina. Like <laughs> yeah, I, it's true. I just straight up just hauled off and gave her a wet one. Yeah. Um, I once had sex with someone. I had like really bad diarrhea, and I was in fear for the whole time that like, yeah. what if something happened? What if I came so hard that I lost control or something? That could have been terrible. Mm-hmm. Thank fuck it didn't. But like, it was one of those things where I should have probably said no. I didn't want to. Yeah. And it worked out. But hey, it might not have. I might have been. And that would be way worse. Yeah. I mean, like, I've had, I've had, I'm like, women there's over a UTI on my butt. Who, uh, who have, like, you know, their period had started. Oh, yeah. Uh, the night that they stayed over and, like, you know, left a little something, something. Yeah. And they've always been like, I'm really sorry. I'll take the sheets home clean. And it's like, I don't care. Like, yeah. also, don't take my sheets. <laughs> yeah. Like, those are mine. <laughs> uh, I've had people, yeah, like, they didn't realize or, like, they wake up the next morning, there's, like, blood. Yeah. And they freak out and they get so upset and they, they feel like you can sense the shame. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. It's like, I mean, there's, I'm sure there is plenty of guys who are like, oh, it's disgusting. That's, that's why we need to point out that yeah. it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It's like, dude, come on. Like, it's like, I promise you right now, you're putting grosser shit on your yeah. sheets on a nightly basis. Don't yeah. worry about it. Also, it's like, just get over it. I don't know. It just it breaks my heart when something happens that someone doesn't have control over and they're like mortified and you know that sticks with them. And it's like, it's cool. Yeah. Anyway, ready? Yep. Speaking of embarrassment and things. Uh, this is by Thora Dreams Bedream. Uh, I, 18-year-old female, have an embarrassing condition. Uh-oh. Should I tell the guy, 18-year-old male, I, l- I like, or would it creep him out? Not suitable for work. Everyone, turn off. If you're in work, sorry. Your work? No more podcast. Put your headphones in, because I know you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, just blaring it through the office. This is an awkward problem. I recently met this guy through mutual friends and felt instantly attracted to him. Damn. Lately, we started hanging out alone. He's just amazing. Cute, smart, and pretty shy, but I like it. Not sure if he feels the same way about me, but he always wants to hang out, so I hope that's a good sign. I only have one problem. My condition? Can't think of a more fitting word. Oh, my God. What? I'm so nervous. Is that I sneeze when I'm aroused. Yes, really. Whenever I have a sexual thought or get turned on, I get these sneezing fits. I use nasal sprays to keep things under control. Anyway, whenever I hang out with this guy, I start sneezing as soon as I see him. At the beginning, I told him it's just a cold. It wasn't. And I'm very sensitive during cold seasons. I'm not. I kept lying about it, and he probably thought, I'm just a sickly person. For a while, he even encouraged me to go to the doctor. I told him it's not a serious problem. Thing is, he's slowly putting the pieces together, but he's taking it the wrong way. He pointed out that I only sneeze when I'm around him, not others. For example, one time he saw me talk to a friend, and I was fine. When I came up to him, we hugged. I sneezed. He joked I'm obviously allergic to him, and I should be honest if I just can't stand him. So should I tell him the truth, or would it be too creepy? At this point, we're pretty comfortable around each other, but I don't want to make things weird. Would it freak him out? I mean, I think now is the time to just be like, yeah, no, do it. I think that's fucking... If someone told me that, like, 
they're so attracted to me that they sneeze. <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, it's, it's a strange thing, but like, all right, I'd be into it. Is I think. that what happened with you in that vagina? Uh, no, that is just seasonal allergies. <laughs> Likely story. That is just a pollen doing its magic on uh, my nose holes. Maybe they had goop pollen up their vagina. Oh my God. It was the bergamo and the damask maybe. rose. Yeah, maybe. Um, I am literally allergic to pretty much everything. So That's fair. Um, so you, you say tell him? Yeah, I mean, like, if you're into this dude and you still haven't sort of, like, made a move, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no better catalyst to make a move That's a pretty this, good way to do it, right? right? To be like, okay, ask him out on a date, you know what I mean? And then just be like... Full hey, disclosure. Full disclosure. Here's the thing. Uh, for whatever reason, I sneeze when I'm aroused. Or, like, you know, when I'm attracted mm. to someone. Maybe don't say aroused, because, like, oh, that... definitely say aroused. Um, just be like, oh, when I'm around someone I'm attracted to, I sneeze. And I don't know why it happens, but this is a pretty clear indicator that I am into you. Let's go grab drinks. What's a grosser word than aroused? Um, moist. <laughs> when I'm randy. <laughs> I sneeze when I'm randy. Uh, yeah, okay, so, issues I see developing. One, he's just not into you. Mm-hmm. Now it's awkward and you don't got this friend. But whatever. I feel like that has to happen at some point. Well, anyway. either way, he's going to be like, I'm not going to hang out with you because you just sneeze all the time when I'm around. True. You know what? Tell him you're allergic to his clothes. Boom. Boom. There Boom. he is. Boom. Now he's naked. Now, now, you're you, now you die because your yeah. nose explodes. <laughs> you just keep sneezing. Like, I want to know, does it get worse? Like, are you like sneezing a little bit but you take your shirt off and you're like really sneezing and that dick flops out of those sweatpants and you're sneezing, sneezing and then like, you know, does it get worse? Or is it just like the same sneeze? Also, this sounds adorable. Uh, depending on your sneeze. Depending on the sneeze, are you like a ah-choo! Are you one of those? Or are you yeah. like a tew, tew? yeah? Like because that's cute as hell. Yeah, I can imagine you being into that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but okay, imagine this: things go well. You're like dating, and then someone you walks by, you sneeze. Oh shit! Yeah. Then and, then you're at Thanksgiving dinner, and his dad walks in. Mm-hmm. You know, like after putting together a cabinet and yeah. the garage, all sweaty and sawdusty. Oh shit! And. Achoo! Yeah. Oh, no. Or you're watching Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. A certain scene comes on. Choo! Yeah, the one, like, where, oh, the one where they cut the, the fucking chicken's head off. Yeah, what if you, t- like... the tunnel. Once someone knows watching this, Saw. anytime you sneeze, like, you can never have a normal sneeze now. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, that turns you on? Oh, that's true. Yeah, A you're, purple station wagon? You're watching... Yeah, you're watching fucking Saw and just, like... Someone's like, the latest part, outbreak of the coronavirus. The Achoo! What? <laughs> Megan! What the fuck? Yeah, like that's my fear is like then no sneeze is going to go unanalyzed. Exactly. And also like imagine you're just like walking by a guy like or like his best friend or anything. And like that's going to kill nine out of ten men. I mean, that's the thing. Which I think is really funny, but it's yeah, you can't really help who you're attracted to. It's like I just because I love Amanda dearly and Mm. I'm fully committed to yeah, her. Sometimes you look at I, me when I'm wearing my sweats someone... to Pathfinder and you, yeah. you you get thoughts. That's the thing. It's like I'm still, I'm still capable of finding people attractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to have an instant tell like that yeah, is... The thing is, I feel like it'll either ruin or make your relationship so strong because you're going to be hit pretty quickly over the head with the fact that your partner finds other people attractive, which some people like to pretend isn't the case because yeah. those people are silly. So I feel like either you'll be like, ah, that's funny. And like you can probably tease people because... You know, even though they're not telling you. So it's like, oh, so Jim, eh? And they'll be like, fuck off. You know, it'll be really funny. Or you will just melt down and die. Mm-hmm. And then they gotta go find someone else to sneeze over. 
Yeah. Or if one day they start, they stop sneezing over you. Oh man. It's heartbreaking. That's really sad. Yeah, like bring a little pouch of pepper. Like, oh no, I still love you. Achoo. Yeah. It's a weird. This is a weird one. I mean, there's someone definitely pissed off a warlock when they were a kid. Yeah, this is this is some sort of curse that your yeah. parents have done something and they were like, "I'm gonna fuck your kid's life up." Yeah, kind of. Just <laughs> give them horny sneezes. Yeah, I'm gonna give you moderate inconvenience. Yeah. Uh, but I say, yeah, just go for it. I feel like this is good because it's a perfect way for you to bridge the gap between friends and sneeze Especially now, because he's on that, he's teetering, right? He's like, well, maybe I'll just leave you alone. It's yeah. like, well, no. Like, how about you leave me on alone? Yeah, how about you leave me naked on, on you? Alone. On loan? I don't know. How about you loan me out? I don't know. Um, this comes from Reddit users, Soxers. My girlfriend is making sex a chore. So I, a male 21-year-old, have been dating a girl, female 20, for two years now. She was a virgin before we met. Uh, I was not. 70% of the time she initiates because it works for both of us, or better for both of us. The problem is every time she wants it, I know we'll have to do the same dance afterwards. She isn't very good at blowjobs, grinding hand jobs, or anything really. Full disclosure, this isn't a problem for me. I'd rather see her in pleasure in that moment than getting myself off. The issue is she gets upset because she can't make me come, and after we're done, I have to do. I have to spend ages convincing her I had a good time. I don't know if uh, I don't know how to get her to come to terms with my reality. She just thinks it isn't fair that she gets off when I don't. Well, okay. I thought this question was going to go somewhere else. Um, but also, when you said making sex a chore, all I can imagine is like waking up on Sunday morning, you got your list, and it's like hoovering, you know, got the dishes, sex. Oh, oh God. Here do it I is. have to? You got to do the. Have you done your sex yet? Okay. Firstly, get her to listen to this podcast. We literally had a review come in that we fucking fix their hand job and blow yeah, job we literally did a, like a fucking ted talk on both of those yeah. things so and what's even better about that is you don't necessarily have to be like hey you're not good at these things because people get upset by that you know but you can be like oh i started listening to these two really funny boys uh they're really great and just how about you listen to some more about this episode and it can be the one before so it doesn't seem obvious and then she listens to the next one obviously because we're captivating and then she's like "Ooh." These are some crunchy tips. And then she just goes to town on your hog and you're happy. She's happy. There's semen everywhere. You've yeah. peed a little? There are things where you say like, oh, she initiates because it works better for both of us. I don't know what that means. No, that doesn't make any sense. What does that mean? See, I thought that was going to be explained later. I thought the whole like make sex a chore was going to be like she doesn't want to or blah, 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 blah. But it seems like the only issue here is that she's not very good at hand jobs and blowjobs, as you say. Or anything, really. Okay. Um, Have you tried to... It doesn't say anywhere that you've said... You've tried to, like, suggest anything. Yeah, it seems like you just sort of, like, lean back, let her fumble around and try to figure if she was a virgin with before you, she her whole sexual experience and her, like, benchmark of what is good Mm -hmm. is based on you. So if you're constantly saying, this is good, then of course she's going to keep doing the same thing. She is... She... She has no no one else to, like, base anything off yeah. of. So all she knows is that, oh, you like this. It's just not good enough. Also, like, there's really only two options here. And those options are that it's your fault she's bad at this or she doesn't listen to a word you say. And judging by this, conver- by this question, it sounds like it's your fault she's bad at this. Because if you've never been like, hey, maybe do this or like, oh, that's not working for me or like had a conversation and she's just been muddling through and you've never given any input... 
It's yeah. your fucking fault, bud. I'm sorry. Yeah, if you're just leaning back and being like, this is terrible. Yeah. It's like, you can you can say, oh, a little softer, a little lighter, a little yeah. faster, a little, you know what I mean? Like, slow down. Mm-hmm. Like, you can say those things, and, and hopefully most people won't get upset about yeah. it. And, but if it, and if it's done... In if a you're good doing, way. If you're doing it instructionally, then it sucks. Nothing fucking pisses me off when someone is just like, uh, like two centimeters that, you know what I mean? Like if someone's that specific, you're like, all right, like fucking calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there, there are ways to do it. Like yeah, if, but, if you're like, but if hey, you just suck like, or like this isn't good. But if you're like, just like, oh, that feels good, go a little faster. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's the sandwich compliment or the sandwich criticism, right? You say something nice and then you give the criticism mm-hmm. and be like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah, there it is. And like, just be that's, tactful. Right? That's how you get it. You know what I mean? It's like, that's that feels good, but if you move faster, it'll feel better. Mm-hmm. And then when they move faster, you say, fuck yes. Yeah. Um, and then like we're like oh too much teeth or like oh not enough suction or like could you focus on this area or like oh that's really good keep doing that or like anything because yeah. again maybe you've said it and she hasn't listened but by this question it doesn't sound like it because I guess that would also be an issue I guess that would be the issue yeah right it would be like oh I've told her or also like, it says nothing about sex like yeah like if you're if you're not coming during sex there That's, might be something else. Yeah, something else in there. That's like, also she's, another thing. Like if she's just not good at blowjobs and handjobs. That's fine. Like okay, I understand that you're not able to come if you're not getting a good blowjob. Cool. But if you're then having sex and also not being able mm-hmm. to come, it might just be a you problem. Well, I don't necessarily know if it's. I think you've now created this narrative that that sex isn't good and that sex is a chore and that that's like building up this mental block of mm-hmm. you not. You cannot enjoy sex anymore like you've you've taught yourself to not enjoy sex surely that would start once they stopped coming or weren't able to like i don't imagine that they would like the narrative would happen before that like a lot of people can't come or finish and for a variety of reasons whether it's like you know maybe your condom's too small maybe it's nerves or fear or Mm -hmm. you know maybe you're drinking every time or something like i know a lot of people who you know when they started having sex either instead of being like way too quick just never kind of reach that finish line. Yeah. Um, and that's not their partner's fault. So no. what I'm saying is like, if that led to this narrative, I don't think yes, the yeah, narrative yeah. led to this, but I do think it'll definitely make it worse. Yeah. So like, if if you cannot come at all, uh, don't blame your partner. Maybe like definitely have a look at like yourself as well, you know? And again, like if, I don't know, I feel like sometimes people have that issue where they cannot come and like to turn it around and pin it on your partner is very unfair. Um, yeah, I mean like, You've you've now said that sex is a chore. So now, like the second sex initiates, which mm-hmm. she's always doing, you're well, better for both of us. Your initial reaction is, Ugh. yeah, like that. That's what you're starting with. So of course you're not gonna fucking come. It doesn't like I yeah, feel like no matter what, starting off with a minus. Yeah, because like, you're you're gonna... like oh well now I'm not gonna come and then I'm gonna have to like so like you've you've put that into the world mm-hmm. like that is your mindset going into sex. It's such a bad place to start off with. So what you need to do here's my my full Dame Miller advice is you initiate mm-hmm. and you take control of the situation and you tell her what to do. You adopt a dominant persona. even if you're not sort of a dominant person, you are now gonna be like you're gonna start having sex and you're gonna go down on her, you're gonna finger, you're gonna do whatever you want to do and then you're gonna be like you're gonna get on your knees now. Mm-hmm. And you're going to instruct her on how she's going to give you a blowjob. And it's not your, and this is a dominant move. This is you telling her what to do as 
the sexual dominant creature mm-hmm. in this as current, like in the this game that situation. you're playing yes. right then, not uh, you're bad. Yeah, exactly. So now you're you're giving her instructions. You're telling her what you like, and you're doing it in a fun, sexy, dominant way. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's learning things, and you can be let, you can do a little punishment. You know what I mean? If if it's if she does get a little too many teeth on, give her a little fun little spank, and be like, don't do it again. You know what I mean? And then you're now playing this game, which is fun and it's sexy, and you're also actively teaching them what you like. That's the thing. You're not, none of this is framed in a you are bad. Yeah. It's framed in a like, we're playing this fun game where I'm in charge and you're doing what I'm going to say. And like, if along the way you say to do something and she sees reaction, she's not going to forget that. She's going to be like, oh shit, okay, add that to the repertoire. And you play a reward, you play a punishment and reward game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, if when she does something good, you tell her like, Okay, you've earned whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like maybe maybe now she gets fingered. Maybe now she gets eaten. Mm-hmm. And then you you build up that way. And then again, if it's if it's a whole sex thing, if it's, if you're not coming at during any sort of sex, then now you're you're in charge and you can like quote unquote use her so that you like she learns what you like, you learn what you like, you mm-hmm. figure out what works for both of you. Yeah. Um and then and then you've 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 now made sex a fun, enjoyable experience because she knows what you like. You yeah. know what she likes. You now have sort and of a... shaking things up a bit yeah. at the very least, you know? And and that's the thing. It's like, I think if she's... Think about, like, think about the initial thought that both of you now go through right now with sex is she's like, I want to have sex, but I'm not going to make him come. Mm-hmm. So she's got that on her mind. And then she, you're like, oh, she wants to have sex and I'm not going to come. Yeah. And she's going to sense that as well. And you're, so like, you're, now you're, in this, you're like, both feeding into each other's negativity. Yeah, it's and just like, a ball of anxiety, of, of sexual anxiety. And yeah. that's... And the more well, it goes on, it, like, it's just going to get worse. Yeah. So like, I, I say, look at yourself. Like, if you can come during sex or whatever, and it is really just that the hand jobs and blow jobs aren't quite there, you really need to talk and develop things. And yes, you can totally do it Dane's way, but you can also add to that, like at other times, just like have conversations. Like, as we said before, like, oh, that feels really good. A little yeah. harder, a little softer, like frame it in a good positive way, which you're not doing whatsoever right now. Um, and like, just try and like open up to each other, make her listen to the podcast. I'm only half joking. Um, so like really just open up that dialogue, have a look at yourself and see that one, your mindset is not helping Two, is it a different problem? You know, just really focus. Stop kind of playing this blame game because, like, she can't read minds. If you're literally telling her things and she's ignoring them, then you need to have a talk about that. If she's not, then you need to tell her things. Yeah, because like the whole the last thing he says something along the lines of like, how does how do I get her like to accept my reality? It's like you can change that. That doesn't have to be your your reality. reality. Your reality isn't just like your dick is like immune to hand jobs and blow jobs. That's ridiculous. It's, it's something that is very easily changed with communication and experimentation and, and, you know, mutual trust and respect for each other. You've, you've missed all of the marks. Yeah. Um, so get your shit together. Yeah. And do these things. And be kind as well. Yeah. Like don't frame it as like a her fault thing. No. Good luck. Have fun. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. This is from Designs MK. What would be your tips for approaching from car to girl? Oh, super easy, but go on. Hi, guys. A little background story here for this situation. I've recently started hanging out with friends in front of their house, have a few beers, listen to music, etc. I'm going to drive home late afternoon. I usually see a few pretty girls walking to wherever they're going. Just want to get their numbers and hang out at some point, I guess. Not bang bust these girls. Kinda. Just looking for some advice on pickup in this situation. My inner game is somewhat questionable because of this post. Outer game is good. 
indirect approaches never really worked for me, but had a decent amount of luck on direct approach. Also, guys, I don't get slurred drunk before I drive home. I'm usually just relaxed, driving really slow on the way back from my friends. Drive home with some friends as well, about 10k with music pumping through the suburbs. No one's in danger, unless she thick as fuck. <laughs> Thanks, guys. This is the easiest thing. It's it's worked for men for decades, probably since the invention of cars. That's why see, they were invented, actually. When you see a woman that you find attractive on the street, uh, you honk at them mm-hmm. and say, Hey, cutie! And then as speed you, away. As you drive past at a speed that there's no possible way they could catch you. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing you want to keep them guessing. There's nothing more mysterious. They don't know who you are. They don't know which cutie you're yelling they at. Don't, yeah, they don't even know if... If what they heard, like, they're just like, what? Maybe Chances the car are they have headphones who probably don't even hear you. Yeah. But that's all part of the game. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's those are the, you know, it's a, it's a game of chess. Yeah. And them not playing, they're not even at the board. Exactly. Right. And there's that's... nothing more mysterious than organizing mm. a chess game and not even showing up. Yeah. Like, they don't know, they want to find you because they've put their time into the chess association. They've paid their dues. You didn't show up, but they don't know who to find because you didn't even show up. Yeah, could be. Could be. Great. I mean, technically, in this analogy, the woman didn't show up because the the man has set up the the chessboard. He but then he drove away, and then he she, was just he like, invited her. Yeah, he's waiting. He's waiting for someone. And then he's like, "Oh yeah, you want to play chess? Bye. Yeah, I'm out. You know, that was the invitation. <laughs> and then when she shows up to the board, he gone. <laughs> yeah. But thing is, like, he is so far doing all the right stuff, right? He's got a bunch of boys. Yeah. He is drunk yeah he's driving drunk he's yeah driving that's, drunk. that's the most important part so fucking na- like honestly i'm look i'm not slurring drunk no 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 just, just relaxed. relaxed and driving way too slow way too slow which is just as dangerous as speeding by the way but he's pumping music he is pumping music for the burbs yeah for the burbs, burbs. Burb, um burb. so like the thing is he is pretty much doing it all right um but uh, how, how do you direct approach from car to girl and i think the 10 kilometers is really important for this. You need to get a brick, wedge it down on the thing. So your car keeps crawling along. So you can, after yelling and honking while the music still pumps, drunkenly get out of the car as the car keeps going without you. Your boys are chatting, you know, singing along, giving you some, you know, pump up fucking roars as the car trundles along. You go over, you just fucking maybe just smack that ass. <laughs> no, don't. Just I can't even keep this going. But then you can run and jump back into the, the car. The the Drake Kiki dance thing, right? Oh, right beside the car. That's exactly it. Yeah, you You're just like ghost ride that car. Throw a brick down so that the car keeps trundling without you, and uh, you get out of the car and you harass them while they have their headphones in. <laughs> Obviously, it's melding the best of Dan and this drunk fucking lunatic. Don't do any of this shit. It's the I read this question is like. Yeah, because you know what we need in the world is more more men drunk drivers harassing pulling up, women, pulling up on on women and trying to like talk to them. I love that when he's like, they're just going to the places wherever they're going. Yeah, you know what they want to do? Get to the place that they're fucking going without you yelling at them from a goddamn car. Yeah, uh, the comments are golden because even on seduction, some people are like. No, just don't. And he's like, I'm no intention of jumping out of the car. I'm just going to yell stuff at them. Is that an actual quote? Uh, Okay. I understand completely. I had no intention of jumping out of the car and approaching these girls. I don't know how to respond to this. Are you saying catcalling is my best bet and hope she reciprocates? And they're like, no, just don't. Like... I think it's a it's a girl who's like, if a man approached me from his car, I would feel very threatened. Don't do this. And he's like, I'm not jumping out. I'm just going to yell. Like... 
It's oh my god. Yeah. I mean, like, what's what's the first fucking thing you learn? Not even man, woman, not nothing about that. But like, the first thing you learn as a child is, don't go no strangers in cars. Just don't do it. That's how you get kidnapped. It's just so bad. I can't even go through the rest of the comments. It's just so bad. Yeah, I mean, someone's like, never, like, never go over. Like, just don't. It's a missed opportunity. I'm sorry. Like, you gotta live with it. And he's like, oh, see, like. I can't approach from the car. So you want me to drive, see them, like they see me drooling. I drive past them, pull over, get out of the car and then approach them. Cause that's going to look even more threatening. And they're like, yeah, that also will just don't, yeah, it's just a missed don't opportunity. Do you don't like, have to. Yeah. That's the thing guys. Self-control. You see a pretty girl while you're driving home drunk. Also just no, uh, guess what? That's great. You got to just keep going. Preferably at the speed I mean, higher than 10 thing. kilometers. Here's the thing. You see a pretty girl on the street. Yeah, you also don't you gotta do don't that. Don't have to do anything. In fact, you probably shouldn't. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would, I would throw my hat in the, in the ring of just leave them alone. Yeah, there's probably very select few places you should do this. Yeah, just let them go wherever they're going. I they hope just want to is... get, they just want to get to the fucking, you know, mm-hmm. uh, grocery store and pick up their shit and go home. Mm-hmm. Wait, you say pick up? <laughs> so I should do it. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, they're picking up. I, I really, I really hope the, the post is a joke, but even if it is, there's so many comments that aren't a joke. Like, I, what do you think he's bumping? Uh, nothing but Rodrigo Gabriela, Spanish guitar duo. Mm. Which honestly would work for me if someone pulled up and it was just some sweet Spanish guitar. You're giving this guy. The I, closest I'm thing, being the clo- highly sarcastic. The closest thing he's listening to Spanish Havana. guitar would be. Smooth by Rob Thomas and Sarah uh, That would also work for me. I also do think what you're pumping in the car, like, can totally change the interaction. Like, if you, like, roll up and you're like, hey, girl, but, like, Vivaldi's, like, playing. <laughs> or even just, like, if someone rolls up and it's Carly Rae Jepsen, like, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like, you're not threatening. It's like, I I would be immediately disarmed and been like, what the fuck are you doing? However, if you go too far down, like, imagine someone pulls up and they're playing, like, Barney. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. Terrifying. I mean, this is you're like you're that, a serial killer. What's like a lazy town? Oh fuck! If they're coming <laughs> over that lazy town though, <laughs> like the cake song. It's okay. a piece of cake oh. to make a pretty cake. <laughs> but if they're doing the Lil Wayne remix, yeah. they've got me again. All right. Yeah. Now I'm back in. Oh man, there's so many different changes here. Um, I think the only thing that you can do while you're driving around blaring music is Vega Go- Boys. Oh yeah, that's fair. But like really, if you slow down that song, it's terrifying. It's like, the Venga bus is coming. You're like, oh God. Well, I mean, yeah, if you slow down any song, it's probably scary. Yeah. Um, We used to do that with a friend of ours, one of our neighbors. We would take her phone and replace uh, her ringtone with like a really slowed down version of like what is usually an upbeat song, but would just sound like something was haunted. It was so good. Hey, I just met you and this is crazy. Here's my number. Call me, maybe. Mm. Why don't you build me a, build me a buttercup, baby, just to let me down, let me down, and mess me around. And Man, I want to hear all, worst of all. someone sing that in the mm. style of that Evanescence song. Oh fuck yeah, that'd be <laughs> cool. We should do that. Um, we've we've spiraled here. Um, this comes from Reddit user Concave1947. How do you break the ice on first dates from online apps? When you meet up with a girl, I was reading that with the seduction energy, and I'm sorry, this is not. Um, 
When you meet up with a girl, especially for, say, lunch or dinner for your first date, how do you break the ice when you first meet them? I usually go for the hug, and then I don't know where to go from there. Should I ask how their week is? <laughs> all I can imagine is them hugging, hugging like, and then not confident. releasing. Yeah. Hugging them, stopping, and they sit down, and he just stands there, like, broken. Oh, I like the idea that he hugs, and just, like, that's he's just in an embrace, and he just doesn't know. He's like, do I release? Oh, what? fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy, I didn't think this through. I, um, I can just see them hugging. Releasing and standing, there. but up until then, like super confident, walks in, and looks great. Yeah. Um, should I ask how their week is or how their day is? What do you typically do? Well, firstly, don't take them for dinner, you idiot. Have you not listened to this podcast I at know, all? Don't do it. Uh, even lunch, man, questionable at best. Yep. Uh, tell them they look great. You know, unless not in a weird way. Unless they don't. Yeah, then tell them they look shit. Uh, tell them they're probably going to be the worst girlfriend you've ever had. Tell them to sit on the streetcar, get in your car. Drive around the block until you pass them. Yeah, well, that's the thing. My question is, how do you hug them from your car while you're going to 10 kilometers? Yeah. Especially when you're a little tipsy. That's <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> like, that's going to maybe kill a person. You just start clotheslining people. Um, the slowest clothesline. I think, it's, I think the hug is important. The hug's important. Like, go up, I say. always I always hug my, my first dates. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's weird if you don't, like... Touch. Yeah, because like the like only other thing is down, like, it feels hello, like a job interview. Then, or you handshake like anything other than a hug. I think oh, you is gotta weird. do the politician handshake where you grab them with one hand, then like enclose it with the other one, mm. and then say like "thank you for your vote." And then they're like, "What?" You're like, "Huh?" And just and never. Then, if they have a baby, kiss it. Um, politicians kiss a baby. <laughs> uh, I know. I, I don't know why. I just was like, "What?" Uh, yeah, the, like the best way, and this is if for any occasion ever when you want to start a conversation with anyone, ask them how their day is. Yeah, it's like, yeah, how are you doing today? And yeah. if they're like, uh, you know, I'm good. They're like, awesome. <laughs> and that's it. You're done. Yeah, and they, yeah. yeah and ho- hopefully they give you something. Just be like, oh, you know, there's like, you know, you can say like, oh, yeah, I'm grand, like, go off work, but, you know, I'm glad I had enough time to pop home and come out here before you. Like, you know, uh, if they get there first or if you get there first, like, maybe you could be like, oh, like, did you order a drink? Or like, you just like, start off pretty chill like i think the first day with my current girlfriend we went on like we met up we gave a hug sat down and she was like oh like did you order a drink because i was there before her somehow because i almost showed up having forgotten my wallet that would have been real bad um and i had to run home grab it and then make it out still made it it's all good um and she was like oh did you grab a drink yet and i was like i think i had i can't remember but either way she was like oh sure i don't know what to drink so i was like oh what do you usually like? And we just kind of like got into a conversation about drinks and then yeah. it went from there because like if unless they're cripplingly nervous or you are, you should be like, if you get something, just try to give a, give something back. Right. If someone's like, how's your day? Don't just go. Oh, it's good. Yeah. And then like dead face, just stare at them. And that's, I think on both sides, just always try and give something back. Yeah. The most important thing is to make yes, sure it and. doesn't turn into an, an interview yeah. where it's like, oh, I just got off work. Oh, cool. What do you do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's okay. That's that's a good start. But then once once they say like, oh, like uh, I'm a I'm a nurse, be like, oh shit, that's really tough. Like, um, you know, like you you move into a conversation about nursing mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, did you go to school for it? Yeah. Do you have any siblings? How yeah. long have you been working there? It's like if you, if it feels like you're a survey, yeah. it's not going to be fun. Um, like just ask people for further details, and like if they ask you something, don't just be like, oh, and then they, you know, answer, give them back some shit. Yeah. Like it's it's all about give and take. So just like always try and like give something back, you know. And, and that's not even hard. You don't need to do anything special. You just need no. to not say, yep, yeah, exactly, or, good. 
Yeah. You know, you can even just be like, oh, what about you? That's something cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, my day was great. How, how was yours? Yeah. Or like, oh, it was great. Like, work was crazy, but, you know, or like, work was really dead, so I got a chance to catch up on some reading or, you know, anything. Yeah. You just gotta like, and don't be afraid to to be mundane, right? Because like, you don't have to make shit up. You don't have to be jazzy and exciting. You don't have to lie or yeah. ignore things that you think aren't whatever. They want to meet you and they want to know what you're doing and all this shit. So like, if you spent the day playing PlayStation, you can be like, honestly, day off, just spend the playing PlayStation. It was great. Yeah. And the, the important thing is to, uh, make it less, like make it seem less like a first date because a lot of yeah. first dates end up, like I said, becoming these interviews yeah. of like people just throwing out miscellaneous trivia that one you're probably not going to remember and two you probably don't care about. Like you don't. Yeah. If like, someone has a brother or sister, no one gives yeah. a fuck. And also, like, it's not sexy. But if, like, but if it you comes know? up naturally, if you end up start talking about your family, great, cool. Yeah. But if like, if, if you, you just, just have a checklist of like, oh, where'd you grow up? Oh, cool. Do you have a big family? It's like. None of yeah. that shit. Like all that is just sort of like meh, 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 like yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? Like you want to, you want to just have a conversation. Yeah, and that's the important part. Is like a conversation just happens organically, mm-hmm. and you gotta like get out of your head. You gotta stop thinking about what you're gonna say next and listen. Yeah, if you listen to what they say, there's always gonna be one word in their sentence. Yeah, you know what I mean? You gotta treat like the best way to learn lines as an actor and like to act sort of like spontaneously is you find the word in the line before yours that prompts your next line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you if you focus on that as opposed to listening to, you know, or like just trying to remember, be like, oh, when they say that line, I say this line. When yeah. they say that line, I say this line. It's like, no, when they say that, that's the reason I say this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how conversations work. You know what I mean? Like if they mention work, okay, you now have the avenue to talk about work. Yeah. Or if they mention, you know, the weather, you could talk about the weather. Or yeah. if they, you know what I mean? You listen to whatever whatever conversation topic they've mentioned and now that's opened up as a door of conversation yeah. and you can follow it you go through it and you just keep following the thing until yeah. another door opens up and like just be interested in what they say yeah um i i interested do, like, people are interesting exactly or they're interested oh sorry i thought you said you can do it both ways <laughs> um yeah i like i think a really big problem is that people tend to like prefabricate like questions or lines yeah. or answers or anything. And like, that doesn't work because it's like, Oh, we, well actually this is funny. So we actually had an interview, uh, yeah. last week. So, uh, it's up online. It's on the Huffington post. It was really awesome. Um, with the person who reached out to us, uh, they had mentioned like one or two kind of like questions to think about. And we were a little bit nervous. So we kind of had prepped answers to a degree. And then when we got to the interview, Thankfully, those weren't exactly the questions we were asked. Yeah. Because honestly, I was worried that we were, and I think it would have happened. We would have probably come off sounding a little bit robotic. Yeah. Or just awkward. Uh, and because they weren't the questions we had been told to prep, we were actually able to be like a little bit more natural. And like, I was actually really thankful as it happened because it, it ended up being a better interview than I think it would have been. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what like fucking first dates are like because if you aren't just interacting with someone if you are thinking like oh when do i say this or how do i get this in or mm-hmm. all this you're not actually listening to them yeah and one that means you're not engaging but two it means when you do kind of come out with your sentence you've missed all this other shit they you seem disinterested or awkward or nervous and then you just kind of come out of left field with like this prefabricated sentence that might not even really make sense within the context of your yeah. date and it's it's just kind of this fucking downward slope that they're just like well why the fuck am i here because this guy doesn't give a shit even though 
ironically, you probably give a lot of a shit, which is why you're trying so hard. But yeah. you just need to step away. And that's why, like, the good and bad thing about this question is, like, I'm not going to tell you, ask this, say this, exactly. do this, because there is no fucking checklist. There is no prefabricated question or answer because a lot of places will have you believe that like fucking seduction right it's like ask this say this when they do you can't plan unfortunately because it would be nice to be able to do that i feel like a lot of people feel reassured when someone tells them oh you can do x y and z and it's this very concise list it's not how life works you just gotta like pay attention and like roll with it yeah also if you feel the conversation dying and you don't know what to do and you need a breather go to the bathroom sure or, as long as you're not doing it every five minutes. Yeah, or go to the next place. Sometimes, this is why I love pub crawls for first dates yeah. or whatever, is I have found sometimes, like, when you're in the same place, sitting in the same chair with the same server coming over and the same music and whatever, it's like, you can run out of things sometimes. Whereas, like, if you're like, okay, well, let's grab our drinks and let's get going, and, like, it kind of, like, re-injects a bit of energy into the date because then you're walking down the street and you could be like, okay, I'm thinking we can go to this place. It's got X, Y, and Z. Like, what do you think? And maybe they'll be like, oh, that sounds great. Or like, oh, what's this? Or actually this place. And you then are talking about the date, which is very easy because you're both there, right? You don't have to have this fucking anything else, right? And then when you get to the next place, who knows? Maybe someone's like, oh, it's fucking trivia night. Or like, oh, we're out of this, or, like, it, it just changes scenery, like, then you have more things around you to talk yeah. about and experience and blah, 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 and then if that starts to die, you're like, hey, let's go to another place. And this or is like, why you don't do dinner, because you're stuck somewhere for so long. Yes, right, and that's the thing, like, you have the option to shake things up and, like, get into a different environment, and, like, it, in worst case, you can literally be like, oh, this place is X, and then the next place, you're like, oh, this place is now X, or Y, or Z. It, it just, like, shakes things up so you know don't be afraid to to be like hey do you want to check out another place down the road yeah yeah all right that'll do us <laughs> thank you for everyone who sent us in really nice messages about the article uh if you want to check it out it's on huffington post i'm not going to read out the link because i think it's on our facebook page it is um, yeah so there you go that's an easy way to do it go on our twitter and retweet all the bullshit that i post that'd be great and yeah thanks for being awesome yeah, thanks for listening. We're we've done seventy episodes. This is episode seventy. Oh, um, I guess I didn't tell you. Uh, this is sixty nine plus one. Okay, and that's just going to be our new name oh, convention. So, so sixty nine plus two, two until sixty nine plus sixty nine plus one. Oh, okay. Um, so just make sure that's on the next one. Gotcha. Um, if you want to reach out to us and and give us a a touch, uh electronically um you can uh, send mm. us a message uh, or a post or you know just follow us on facebook at fck buddies uh wait no on facebook.com slash fck buddies podcast you can find us on twitter at fck underscore buddies um you can also find us on the world wide web at uh fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca hell yeah yeah send us in some questions um thank you josh eagle and the harp cities for their song paper stars and yeah, I guess it's endgame closing it's ceremony. Bad, stuff. It's bad sex. So uh yeah, let's see let's see what's we got. Speaks to you if you remember it. Because they all kind of sound the same at this point. Ready? Yep. Uh this is The Kindly Ones by Jonathan Little. 
I was burning to lay this body down on the bed and spread its legs, to bury my nose in that moist vulva like a sow nuzzling for a nest of black truffles, then to turn the body over on its stomach, spread its buttocks with both hands to contemplate the purplish rosette of the anus, blinking gently like an eye, put my nose to it, and breathe it in. No. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's a nice winking butthole. That's fine. You know, that's some people's things. I'm not gonna... I'm not here to shame anyone. Gently blinking butthole. Yeah. That's the weird part. That's... But here's the thing. Have you ever really just gave a butthole a gander? Have you ever just like, really looked at one? Yeah. Okay. I I'm doing right now. I got <laughs> mirrors set up and there's a hole oh, cut out the bottom of your chair. I am a butthole. No. Wink. I, I can't take these people seriously. I don't know if they're all... Like, is it just some big, like, joke? Like, why would you want to... One, say moist vulva. And two, be like a, a sow nuzzling for truffles. Like, that's not an attractive yeah, it is. image. Mm, you're just going for it. Just rooting around in there. You have one job. And it's to find those truffles. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So guess what? Dan finally posted. No. He's still gone. Is Wait, isn't he Australian? Is he? Yeah, I, think, so. I think he is. What if he went out in the... Maybe maybe he's just out fucking saving koalas. I hope so. You know what? Let's just say that. It's the only way that you know what? Dan can redeem himself. Yeah. He's on a, a self-help mission off saving koalas. Dan says, Don't buy my girlfriend because I took too long to finalize divorce with my wife. You idiot. Stupid idiot. It's probably because he doesn't want to leave his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. To clear that foul taste out of her mouth from Dan, I've got a Pornhub user comment um and this one oh man i have i have three that i'm really torn between um i think we could go with this one this comes from pornhub user big milky daddy mm-hmm. who else just casually started watching porn while eating at the dinner table mm. my name is Dave miller and i'm al spain and i'm casually watching porn in this closet and we are your fuck buddies cheers cheers